listening to the Not So Black and White Real Estate Podcast with your hosts, Sir Colin Campbell and Gary A. McGowan. Good afternoon, good afternoon. It's your host, Sir Colin Campbell here with Gary A. McGowan and you're tuned into the Not So Black and White Real Estate Podcast. We're on site right now at the Real Estate Growth Summit and we have a special guest sitting in the hot seat today, Glenn McQueenie, the man, the myth, the legend. Glenn. I'm Glenn, just Glenn. <laughs> I'm a really big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is true. That is true. No, I honestly tell myself that. <laughs> That's my affirmation. I'm a big deal. I'm a big deal. I'm a big deal. <laughs> no, you guys are the big deals. I'm just honored to be here with you guys. It's pretty nice. Awesome. Well, the seat's getting harder and harder as the day goes on, right? Mm-hmm. So there's the hot seat. So Glenn McQueenie, give us our our listeners and the and the viewers here just that little 30, 60 second quick bio of who Glenn McQueenie is. Um, was licensed 30 years ago. Um, as a realtor, right? That's realtor. what we're talking about. Okay, let's get clear. Okay. <laughs> and then I uh, worked with an independent uh, for a couple of years, and then I went to Remax. I was with Remax for 12 years. Loved Remax. Uh, then I found out about this company called Keller Williams and uh, opened the first franchise in Toronto uh, almost 16 years ago. And now we've got... Uh, just two offices in Toronto, one in London, one in Windsor. We've got about 550 associates and 65 staff, and one of the a partner now in Keller Williams, Romania. So that's Romania. pretty exciting. I would um, like to teach there, please. Oh, well, you know, it's so funny with Romania because there's no licensing, um, there's no rules, uh, there's no exclusive listings. Um, so what could go wrong, really? Yeah, everything. Yeah. <laughs> Sign me up. What are we doing here? <laughs> it's funny because I was talking to a friend who's Romanian and she says in Romania real estate agents are like the lowest of the low yeah you tell someone you're a real estate agent they're like oh yeah yeah but we're changing that. You know, uh, Keller Williams has gone into 42 countries now, and they go in and they kind of professionalize it. They We teach and educate. We self-license it. The government, uh, we met with them last time because we're like, you guys can make money off of this. And um, they were pretty happy about it. Of so, course. Um, it's, uh, and we really teach more exclusive agency because the crazy thing in Romania is, A, because there's no license, everyone's a realtor, and B, um, it's a private MLS. So the same, it's open listings. So there's no exclusive. Well, that's about 7%, but that's our goal is to increase that. And um, so you'll see the same property listed on the same private MLS uh, with nine different agents at, at nine different, different prices. prices. <laughs> <laughs> so awesome. Really. You hate to be the top guy there, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. That is real estate. So now, someone who's been licensed in the (laughs) business 30 years, Mm -hmm. uh, you have a few offices. Now, how does one get to being a single agent to owning offices across Canada and now, you know, expanding internationally? Well, I've been really lucky. You know, I was was about to get out of the business, actually. in about year five or year six, because I noticed at that time, and I was doing pretty well, but all the top agents um, who were getting all the recognition, I didn't want to be them. Like, I was not them. I was always very focused on customers and doing a great job and, um, you know, counting relationships, not deals. And it seemed like at that time, there was... um, 
you know, just a lot of like shifty agents at the top. And I was about to get out of it. And then this um, agent friend of mine, Helen Mason at Remax said, you know, you should go to this coaching club. Um, it was called Buy Referral Only by a guy named Joe Stump. And I joined that in 94. And it was really um, transformational in my life because he was a guy who validated. He said, listen, if you um, pour into your community and give back, um, you'll have all the referrals that you ever need. So I kind of um, just followed that model. And I uh, I just, I guess I've just had really great coaching. And I've probably read, oh, I don't know, a thousand books. So when a lot of people are out um, partying and have a good time, not to say I haven't, um, I'd be reading like Think and Grow Rich. I'd yes. be thinking... Um, I'd be reading uh, The Seven Hi- Habits of Highly Effective, Effective People. People. I'd be, uh, I was just became a student of this industry. And then um, I got to that point in about 2002, 2003, where I was like, okay, you know, I've been in the business for 14, 15 years. Um, it starts to get boring. You know, once you start doing about, I was doing about anywhere from 75 to 95 transactions alone with just one assistant all yep. off of a database of 158 people. And um, they were all referrals. And um, my expenses were 12%. I was taking the summers off. Um, it was like a great business. Actually, hold on. <laughs> Maybe what? I want to go back to that. <laughs> yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. Well, thanks for being there. Yeah. <laughs> we're glad we can help you self-discover it's been great. Hey guys, I gotta run. Yeah, you're the best. <laughs> I gotta go build my business. No, but then there's a certain point where you're like, okay, um, what's next? Yep. And um, uh, I had a coach named, you know, as I said, Joe Stump, and say he said to me, you know, Glenn, when do you think you're gonna die? And I was, I guess, 37 at the time, and I was like, okay. But no, hold on. This was in front of a room of 400 people with a spotlight on you. Wow. And I'm like, uh, I, I, I don't know. And uh, so long story short, he kept he keeps on asking questions. And I came up with 73. And he goes, boy, Glenn, that's kind of young. And, um, so he asked me why about that. My dad was sick at the time and all these things. And then he just stopped. And he goes, Glenn, now I know what your problem is because I don't know him quite well. He goes you're kind of over the hill. You're 37, two times 37, 74, and you're seven, and you think you're going to die at 73. He goes, so now you're just trying to keep what you have instead of actually living a life to go and get what you really want. Hmm. Wow. You're just trying to maintain it. Hmm. And, um, and that was a real shift for me, and he kept on probing, probing. And, he, and really, my big why was about having a platform to really help agents get out of survival mode to stability, to success, and also helping new immigrants, um, women, small businesses, because I was born in a very poor background and had probably 27 jobs when I was like nine till... I guess uh, 23 when I finished university and got into real estate. Um, So I just wanted to give back. And that's been my journey lately. Wow. That's good. I like it. Uh, So giving back and and you do a lot of that and and we've been we've had the pleasure of sitting in some of your training and courses and and even some one-on-ones where you just have some really cool real conversations with Colin and I for instance. is that, is that what fills your bucket at the moment, is being able to, to teach others what you've done in the past? Well, you know, here's where your freedom comes in real estate. Your freedom doesn't come as a single agent running around with a bunch of deals. Um, your freedom doesn't come when you've mastered real estate um, because you still have to do everything. Your real freedom comes when you can... After you've mastered the sales, you can learn how to um, hire people properly. You can learn how to get leverage. And um, 
you can help others and yourself get more freedom of time, money, uh, relationship, and purpose. So I think the big drive for me right now is, you know, look how lucky we are to be in this business. First of all, what business can we double our income in one year if we choose to? You know, every single one of our customers, you know, try this if you want. No, don't. You don't have any more customers. But tell them to go to their boss tomorrow and say, hey, listen, if you don't double my income, I'm out. Yeah, yeah. It's not going to happen. So I think my real joy comes from now. Like, I know I'm living my life purpose when I'm helping people get more freedom of time, money, relationships, and purpose. And the more I can stay on that track, um, it gives me energy. It's actually, I hate to say, it's kind of selfish because it, it says to me, you know, you're, you're on purpose. You're living the life that you're supposed to live and, um, or live, and that's really why I do it. So are you currently living a purposeful life, a life where you choose to live? You know, it's interesting. I think our big why, or your, which I always think is my purpose, it changes. So yeah. I think there's many times when I've been living my big why, and I got restless, and I wanted to create a bigger why. And I think it's about um, always growing for the sake of growing. I'm always trying to keep my future bigger than my past, because most people, all they do is talk about their past. Or they carry all everything that's ever happened to them in their life from their past to the future. And I'm, I, you know, I'm just grateful for everything that happened in the past. But I always want to make my future bigger than my past. So I, I guess it, the, I've already said it, but I just want I, there's this internal desire of mine to just keep growing for the sake of growing. Okay. Um, yeah. So how does one? get to that level where they're constantly challenging themselves, pushing themselves beyond their own boundaries, climbing that next mountain. If you ask my wife, I, she probably thinks it's a curse. <laughs> yeah, She's like, there you go. can't you just chill out a little bit? Yeah. <laughs> can't you just chill? Have some fun, <laughs> yeah. Glenn. Push it up. <laughs> but like, the, uh, the reason I ask that, because I can relate. I recently ran a half marathon, and literally the moment I crossed the line, my wife looked at me and she said, you're going to run the full next year. And I was like, yes. She's like, that is who you are. Because you got to that mountain, you say, what is the next mountain? Mm-hmm. So, is it a curse? It is a blessing? I can't explain it. The, you're more eloquent than I am, so help me. You know, first of all, I think you have to understand the game is, um, you know, success in real estate is 90% mindset and 10% skills. You can always train skills. So, I really believe that you have to mind your mind. Um, you have to always be thinking about your thinking so that you're, because I, I wasn't built this way. <laughs> <You know? laughs> takes a lot of work to keep at this level. <laughs> Some people just wake up and it's easy. But I can get in my head quicker than anyone else. And that's why I still have four coaches. I probably spend over 100000 a year on my own coaching because I just find I have to be minding my mind. Um, I can get caught up in my own story about the situation. And um, it doesn't really matter. I can be get caught up on what's not working. Or I can just choose to go home every day and say, you know, what am I grateful for? What are six things that worked really, really well for me? Because here's what I've learned. Um, it's impossible um, to get in a negative state when you're in gratitude. Yes. 
And what keeps me in a positive state is when I'm serving others, it makes me feel that I'm doing what I should be doing. So I'm like, so what do you have to worry about? Yeah. So you, you have some really unique conversations on how you serve others, and, and you even had them with us in the past, is, is you, you help you know, in realtors in this case, but in fact, I'm sure it would, it, this conversation would relate to business owners, uh, finding their niche. Mm-hmm. Like, talk to us a little bit about what that means and, and what, what exactly, how is that going to help somebody's business? Well, you know, I've been coaching agents for 20 years. Um, teaching a lot and I found that you know you can go there and teach a class and someone's like oh that was so amazing but they don't really change their lives Mm -hmm. at all and um, most of the training in real estate was never about finding your niche it was you know be a generalist run around with everyone anywhere until you can finally get enough money to focus on a farm area well it doesn't usually happen So I decided to do this exercise in my office where I just sent an email out to everyone and I said, hey, um, who would like to double their income uh, next year? So out of the 200 agents we had, 23 people replied. I was like, wow. I thought there might be a few more. You you think. 10%. (laughs) You think. But who knows? Well, I can't want it more for them, right? They've got to want it themselves. So we all met and I said, okay, here's the the deal. I'm going to work with you every second week. And um, so I'm working with them and they're setting goals and some of them are taking off and some of them are stalling and and then I'm just like oh my god what if I just lined up what their unique abilities are and their nat- natural strengths to a target market of people that they would just absolutely love to work with mm. and the moment I started asking those questions is the moment they started narrowing their their focus and going into one market and all of a sudden there it was also a mindset shift of um you know, I just want to work with these people. And yes. in order to build a community, you have to pour into a community yes. before you ever pull out. Pull out of it. And um, so I just noticed that was a kind of neat little trick that I learned that yes. I was like, oh, if I can get people, their natural strengths lined up with a target market, then they're going to do really, really well. Yeah. And then on my second book, which is the one I was talking about today, which is really um, the McQueenie method, own your market, own your niche, was I just went deeper and I started doing the research and I started realizing that this is the only thing that's going to save agents in the real estate industry. The tech companies are trying to commoditize you out. Yes. Right. We have iBuyer programs. They're trying to make real estate a basically um, non-feeling financial transaction between yes. two parties. And you and I, you guys have sold a lot of real estate. We both know that this is really, I mean, this is 90% emotion. Of course. Yeah. Yes. It's about, you know, you know, chilling everybody out. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> That's right. It's Let's about guiding them safely. Yeah. yeah you know, the finish line. Yeah. That's right. And if we're not going to... Um, If we don't understand, that's what our new reality is. I mean, we're a bit protected from the market, right? You know, the reason a lot of people still pay us commissions is obviously for our help. But a lot of them are like, okay, for 4% or 5% or 6%, it's a pretty good insurance on this $2 million sale that if you screw it up, I can come after you. Yes, of course. So, you know, with that house prices going up, a lot of people are going, well, I might not do it myself. It's too much to lose. Now, you had mentioned a unique ability. Mm-hmm. Um, how does one identify their unique ability? Because personally, that is something I'm working on to identify my unique ability. Is there something that I'm not thinking of right now that will help me identify that? 
So there's a great tool that I learned from uh, Dan Sullivan at Strategic Coach because he's really very much foundational to my learning right now. And um, so what he suggests you do is you send an email out to your top 20 clients. And you just ask them this question. So the email says, listen, I'm uh, going to be attending a class on finding my unique ability. And they've asked me to send out this email to 20 of my closest friends. I picked you. And I just want you to answer these questions. What do you think I'm really good at? What do you think my natural strengths are and my unique abilities? Well, when we did that, it's amazing how many people reply. Some people write like a couple paragraphs. Some people write three pages. <laughs> My wife wrote, I think, a sentence. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's got a pulse or something. Yeah, get he's over, got, he's got get a over pulse. yourself. <laughs> there you go. So, <laughs> wait for that one. I'm pretty sure that's what she said. Yeah. But I was blown away when I found out what people thought my natural strengths are. Because we kind of get, you know, those commercials, oh, he's gone nose blind. I think we get blind because what we do naturally we kind of think everyone else does. Mm. And until someone else's eyes tell you, no, we work with Sir Colin because of this. We work with Gary because of this. Like what we can trust him. He treats us like one of our family members. He's going to take good care of us. Like these are the things that come back and you're just blown away. So I would tell everyone listening and even you guys just send an email to top 20 clients to say, hey, what do I do wrong? What do I do great? I like it. Glenn, thank you. Yeah, that's thank big. You. The, uh, I, maybe it was a year, a year and a half ago, we did that. It was one of, during one of our BOLD sessions. And BOLD, mm-hmm. for those that aren't familiar, is just one of the training programs that Keller Williams offers. And uh, it, it helps agents get into the habit of running a great business. And I remember one of the questions was, send, it to, uh, send an email to your five most recent um, clients that you did a transaction with. And it was exactly that. What, how could I have done this transaction better? And man, it was revealing. Yeah. Right? I, and the, the, responses, the responses that came back, because you expect everything's going to be perfect. They were happy. Everything was, everything was peachy. But you know, people actually took the time to say, you know, if this had gone better, the conversation would change. And we take it for granted that uh, we, we are perfect at every conversation. It's just not it, right? <laughs> well, because we have our own worldview, right? Yeah. And we sometimes just assume people see it the same way. And um, yeah, so I think that's great. The other thing I would do is um, I would make a list of everything that you like to do in real estate right now. So yes. um, on one side of the page, put energy at the top and the other side, put stuff. And just write down what's, what do you love to do in real yeah. estate? And you, you'll get a list about five or six, seven things like do offers, meet buyers, yeah. get listings, you know, work with this person, blah, blah, blah. And then there's like the stuff, yeah, <laughs> like administration of anything, yeah. <laughs> yeah. paperwork, yeah. you know, FinTrack, whatever, yeah. <laughs> you know, all the pain points in the transaction. Yeah, that's and right. then what you do is... That's I've been talking to, to right our broker of record because <laughs> yeah. that's right. And then your whole job becomes, you just circle that um, stuff and that becomes the job description for someone else so right. that you can stay in your unique abilities doing mm-hmm. what you do. Because let's be honest, the only reason you ever build a team is to increase your dollar per hour activity. That's the only, like, it's actually, like, what you do. And I can prove it. Like, if there's, if it's a buyer buying a $600,000 house in Aurora and you make $15,000, 
and that takes you 50 hours, then you make $300 an hour. Of course. But if you have a buyer agent and it takes you one hour to refer that lead and 29 hours for them to go and do it, for that one hour, you get $7,500 if you're on a 50-50 split and they get... 7500 for doing 29 hours work. Yes. And so once you realize that your unique ability is about you keeping in your highest, where you can only add value at the highest level to the transaction, that to me is your unique ability. Love it. Love it. So as we kind of wrap this up, Glenn, you've given the listeners a lot of, a lot of great nuggets to, to, to think about. Uh, what's next for Glenn McQueen in 2020? So uh, this is a great culture to share a quick story. <laughs> I like it. Okay, we're going story time. <laughs> All right. So I'm sitting with my lawyer the other Uh-oh. day. And, oh, there was actually, there's four of us golfing. And one of them is my corporate lawyer. We've been friends since actually kindergarten. And there's two other guys. And one guy's getting packaged out and that lawyer was helping him. So at the end of the round, the guy, we're sitting there having a beer. And the guy turns to him and goes, because you had to take your package. And then goes to the other guy, and you need to sell your company. Just sticking around, sell your company. Then he looks at me, he goes, you. He goes, my wife and I were talking about you. He goes, we don't know if you're going to sell everything and just paint, because I like to paint, or you're going to take over the world. So we don't even know what you're going to do. We have no idea. And I'm like, yeah, that's that's my answer. Sell everything and paint, or Or I'll take take over over the world. world. (laughs) So in 2020, one of two things will happen. <laughs> what are your plans tonight, Pinky? Same thing we do every night, Brain. Try to take over the world. That's right. Yeah, Pinky the Brain. There you go. That's nice it. reference. And I think in 2020 is just a wonderful year for people. Uh, and I maybe just leave this last thought with everybody is when you commit to doubling your income next year, you're actually committing to tripling your net income. And that requires you to believe a couple of things like a that you're worth it that your self-esteem and self-worth is worth the money that you're getting paid number two you need to get rid of some limiting beliefs which means if i double my income i have to work twice as hard right Mm -hmm. because there's no evidence to support that 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 um or there's there's no relationship between the amount of hours you work and the amount of money you make in real Mm -hmm. estate i know some people work 500 hours and make a million i know some people seven days a week 16 hours a day and they make 50k so it's removing your limiting beliefs for next year and just selecting some single target markets and just start increasing your margins all the time. Don't be everything to everyone. And um, once you do that, you're going to find this magic happens. You're going to start paying down your debt. You're going to be ahead of your taxes. Shocker. (laughs) Agents. Um, You're going to start hopefully buying some properties and building your passive income. And when you keep doing that, you're going to enjoy the wonderful freedoms that real estate can give you, which is just really more freedom of time, money, relationship, and purpose. Beautiful. Does this have to end? Because I don't want it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we got this lineup of people coming (laughs) (laughs) There's this hook coming out. What's that around my neck? That's right. That's right. That's right. Glenn, uh, like you've dropped so much nuggets. in the little time that we've been talking, this is one podcast that I'm anxious to go back and listen to with with a, a pen and paper, because uh, there's so much that I can start implementing now. Um, great leaders, they always talk about taking time to think and plan. You know, what does your thinking time look like? 
So I, um, what I try to do, and I'm trying to get every single one of our agents to do, is book a vacation every six weeks. And everyone goes, oh, my God. (laughs) Well, here's what I found. um, I like it. That the busiest you'll ever become is when the two days before you go on vacation. vacation. And at the airport, you're always doing that final offer. So when you just go and tell the universe and your clients, I'm leaving on this time, it's funny. They all line up and buy just before you go. So then you go and take 10 days off, and then you come back. You've got some more clients still lingering. Most of them are done. But you're refreshed. You're feeling great. You're not burnt out. And you do another six-week sprint, and then you take another 10 days off. And we found when we can get agents on that, they actually, their income really goes up um, because they're kind of following what the rest of the top entrepreneurs do, where they're only working probably 160 days a year. Mm-hmm. And they're they're taking a lot of time off because you need the space right. to be creative and add the creativity onto your model that you're following. And if you just keep running and running and running, you just have no chance. So I always um, book a lot of time off. And um, but when I work, I work like yeah. I'm all in. Like November, October are crazy months. But then there's going to be a great space. And um, and I'm actually uh, starting to work here. A little gossip for you. <laughs> Um, I'm actually working on a TV show now. Oh, yeah. Um, that is going to be like The Office hits the craziest real estate stories ever. I love and, it. Awesome. Um, Tell so me, I'm who is Michael uh, Scott? Do you have Michael Scott lined up? <laughs> please. So I, if any of your listeners have got some great stories, um, please send them in and I'd be happy to uh, That's awesome. to put them in. And so we're just writing the pilot right now and working on the script. And um, so you need time for that. So yeah. uh, once I finish this run over the next three or four weeks, I'll have about five or six weeks off. Actually, I'll go from, I'll be off now from middle of December to almost the end of January. We rented a place in Florida. And now I get my creativity back, and then I'm ready to run. Beautiful. So the intention is truly to take over the world. (laughs) (laughs) And not paint. Maybe it is. (laughs) Not paint. Well, you know, you just, uh, you know, I'm I'm so grateful that I really absolutely love what I do. And um, being 54 now, and some of my friends are talking, oh, getting a package, or I'm going to retire. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I just feel I'm starting. Like, yeah. I truly love it. And I just um, I, I just think that I'll be doing better 25 years from now um, than I am today, yeah. you know? Beautiful, beautiful. Well, Glenn McQueenie, uh, how, do, how can people get a hold of you? Uh, they can uh, email me at uh, glennmcqueenie at gmail.com. So that's G-L-E-N-N, then M-C, Queen, I-E, at gmail.com or just go to glennmcqueenie.com and you can listen to my podcast, my success series podcast. You can download my books. Um, and if you're interested in um, some team coaching, let me know. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, there is only one Glenn McQueenie and we had him here on the podcast today. So yes. thank you so much, Glenn. Really appreciate this. Uh, lots of value add for our listeners and always appreciate your time. Thank you, my well, friend. Thank you. And really, thank you, Gary. And thank you, Sir Colin, for what you're doing to make our industry better and how much you're giving back at such a high level. And I just want to acknowledge both of you. Guys. So thank you. Thank you. Beautiful. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Make sure to click the subscribe button so new episodes will automatically be downloaded to your device. Please help us reach more people by leaving a rating and a review on your podcast player of choice. Now go make it an amazing day for somebody.